0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 30 of This Is The Pits, featuring Chelsea Greenwood and Michael Oberst. Today's a very special day because we have a guest, unlike all the rest.
1: Yeah, a truly a truly special guest, Tony Soto, Silver Lake icon, host of <laughs> The Tony Soto Show, host of Gay Power Half Hour. Thank you for coming on, Tony Soto.
2: All those are my credits. Hi. Hi.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you for having me on this show. I'm very excited. Well, yeah, lo-
1: well. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's going to be like
2: this the whole time. Oh, three <laughs> three-way, an awkward three-way. I love <laughs> three-way.
1: Nothing like it, huh? <laughs> Can you believe we're doing episode 30? Well, actually, Tony, what episode are you on for the Tony Soto show?
2: Uh, We just celebrated our fifth year.
0: Wow. Jesus
2: Christ. Amazing. Yeah. So, and we are up to 143 episodes on the Gay Power half hour. Wow.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've been producing, uh, well, uh, the Tony Sutter has been a weekly show forever. So I've been doing that show forever and then started the Gay Power half hour when I moved to LA. So, uh, two weekly shows. So, it's a lot of podcasting. That's a lot of podcasting. We have one weekly show and we can barely do it.
0: So much work, (laughs) man. But I I, love it.
2: It's a shit ton of work. But I'll tell you, um, I bought the equipment years yeah. ago. So yeah. when you have the equipment, I mean, I started on a Yeti. Right. I, started on, I, started I got on a this Yeti, Yeti
0: right here.
2: Yeah. And it was me and uh, Lucy Wack and Shea Coulee, uh surrounding a Yeti. Oh, my God. Talking into it. And that was how we started the Tony Soto Show. So
0: Great. To all of our five listeners, please... Put- Go look out for the Tony Soto show. Look <laughs> shady.
1: We have more than five I'm just
0: listeners. kidding. We have hundreds.
2: It's <laughs> unbelievable. On you do not realize yeah. how many you have. I mean, you're 30 and at this point, but like people from. I got an email from Budapest or something, and I wow. was just like, oh. "I'm like, well, thank you for listening." <laughs> yeah,
0: we got a few people in Australia. That's yeah.
2: So you never know, and it's continuously growing. Plus, this idea is super cute. So. Yeah. I mean.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. What's really funny to me is how we have a mix of people who just like movie podcasts and, and comedy podcasts in general, and so it's, there's like that crowd, which I think is our our strongest crowd, yeah. and then there's also like this small subsection of Brad Pitt fans, yeah, who don't always agree with what they we often say. Get, they we
0: get we get yelled at different. a lot by the true Pitt fans. All right.
2: <laughs> Dude, let's not forget standing started a long time ago and i bet you deal with like people of all ages like women in Do their it. like 60s that are pissed yeah.
1: <laughs> they're the they're the ones who really have something to say some of our instagram comments are like full-blown paragraphs about <laughs> how we are incorrect in our assessment of brad pitt right
2: well get it together guys
1: i guess so so today we're talking about i can't believe we're on episode 30 we're talking about burn after reading um which i have been this is one of the like The five movies that I've been so excited to talk about since the beginning. It's such a good
2: movie. Can I just ask one thing? Like, how many movies does Brad Pitt have?
0: 80. After this year, it will be 80.
2: Oh, all right. Well, buckle in. He's coming
0: out with two more.
2: Oh, shit. You're going to be working forever, guys. I know. And, you know, I I have to say
0: it's really fun, Tony, because what's happened is Brad Pitt has gone through so many cycles in my brain. Like sometimes I am madly in love with him, and sometimes I just only want to fuck him, and sometimes I'm like he is my best friend, <laughs> and I'm really proud of him for the role that he's chosen. And this <laughs> week, I have to tell you, I'm a little bit annoyed by him, if you'll what? believe it.
2: Oh, oh, uh, you controversial. Know what? I'm gonna say that uh, this week I was also annoyed by him. Really? Like, like I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a huge brad pitt fan like i know him you know what i mean like same with us (laughs) i I remember thelma and louise i remember that dance on the bed like that was was like oh hi sir Mm -hmm. how are you so
1: tony when you think of brad pitt you think of thelma and louise as his like his big role right is that what you think of
2: well that's where i think of when i remember learning of him right right Yeah,
1: that was our episode one, because we thought that that was when he really made an appearance on the scene. So,
2: I mean, if you are a heterosexual-identified woman and a gay-ass dude, that's probably (laughs) one of the first things you remember of Brad Pitt. Yep. He was fucking sexy on that, you know? Yes. Um, Yes, But you would literally have to give me a list of the movies that he was in for me to even be like, oh, yeah, that one was good. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because like I, I well I remember him in Seven because he did the weird eye and that was big news because he was playing ugly,
1: right. right. And then I thought it was
2: right. Am I wrong about that? Like I remember like it was like, ooh, Brad Pitt made his eye look all crooked. He's so like, why would no? He you're do...
1: thinking of Twelve Monkeys.
2: Twelve Monkeys, not yeah. Seven. Yeah. Very close side so... to
0: each other. Same director.
2: What? Oh, is it the, is it is Seven a movie? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Yes. <laughs> completely off. Well, Twelve... Seven
0: is
1: another one of his super popular ones. That yeah. everyone thinks everyone thinks of Seven Fight Club, Thelma and Louise. Fight Club,
2: yeah, that, that, that. And
1: I think more recently in Glorious Bastards, because uh-huh. that was a really like character heavy role, but. Um... I don't think it's one of his crazy, like best. Like this is I also think Burn After Reading is one of his bigger roles that people think of because it was such a funny role.
0: People tend to say that this is where Brad Pitt should stick to acting. Like he should never do serious roles and he should always be the Burn yep. After Reading guy. But Tony, yep, let me I ask agree. you a question. Yes. What is your general overall feeling about this movie? Did you like it?
2: I did like this movie. Okay. I did. I, I like this movie because I hated everyone on this movie. <laughs>
0: okay, great. That's yeah. a great reason. Michael, what are like, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I just think it's a collection of idiots, and I love that. I yeah. love watching idiots be stupid.
0: I read something that called it a tour de farce. <laughs> 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 Which I like. The
1: Coen Brothers themselves call it the this movie, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and the Intolerable Cruelty. They call this those three movies the idiot
2: trilogy.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so. I- Go
2: on. on. No, no, no. That's it. I just love that. Yeah, it's great.
0: So let me set the stage for where this movie came out. It's 2008.
2: Oh wow! It's 2008. It's a
0: new year. It's a new year. um, Big year for Brad because his twins Knox and Vivian were born that year, July. He's now a father of fucking five kids.
2: Yeah, so I mean doing great in his career life, but making really bad family decisions (laughs) here. Exactly
0: right.
1: Consistently he's very
2: good at making very bad decisions consistently.
1: Well,
0: you guys, that's so mean. Vivian and Knox are living creatures. And we're we're happy that they're here. I did a deep dive into them into facts (laughs) about them, which we don't need to go into today, but they have really blossoming into some beautiful children and I love them. Of course they are. Have you seen their parents? Yeah, I have seen well, their parents.
2: I mean, I think their parents were a little broken. Like, I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like the Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, fucking facade was broken, and maybe for a long time. So they made good kids, and they adopted a lot of other ones. Yeah, but and they pretty, so yeah. That they're but pretty. Yeah, they're
1: pretty. I mean, at least they're pretty, if but nothing I, else.
2: But I feel like they had like knock down, drag out fights. Like I. Oh, yeah. I picture like Angelina chucking shit across the oh, room. At I was just going to say
1: a lot of broken plates in my brain. I yes. think that I think I can imagine Angelina just to make a point, grabbing one plate at a time and just breaking them and like yeah. looking him right in the eyes while she breaks plates. That's yeah, what I picture.
0: She says, doing. challenge me, asshole. And her then... plates,
2: not his, her plates. Because right. she's crazy. her own. She'll break her own shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's that kind of crazy. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah.
0: The poor five children. I think ultimately they had seven kids, right? I guess that yeah, means to be kids, seen. Yeah,
2: those kids are rich. Don't feel bad for those kids. They can pay for the therapy. Here, I, I feel bad still for Jennifer. That's who I still feel well, bad for. Uh,
1: you've come to the right place. <laughs> you've come to the right
0: place <laughs> because we love Jennifer more than anything.
2: She got dealt a bad hand. Like, How could you be so beautiful and have that shitty of luck when it uh, comes to
0: well, I have to say, Jennifer has not had had shitty has had consistently shitty shitty luck with men, even up until now. Like she just got divorced from Justin Thoreau. I think maybe she's a little bit crazier.
2: She's bad shit for yeah. sure. Yeah, too for cocoa puffs. Yeah, and and, and and but it's only when it comes to men. I bet she yeah. is sweet as pie. I everywhere. Agree. I've heard
1: she, she is.
2: Yeah, I'm sure she is America's sweetheart in real life, but you fall in love with her or she falls in love with you. Her goal is to destroy you.
0: I, I don't know if her goal is to destroy you, but I think that she gets maniacal, and I think she really fucks with your head.
1: No, I don't think her goal is to destroy you. I think her goal is to own you. Yeah. She seems very like like she needs to her relationship to define her,
2: you yeah. know? She for sure pegs everyone in her bed. <laughs>
1: Which is why Brad Pitt says he's a little bit gay. And I think that's, it's because... That's
2: a requirement to be with Brad Pitt. You <laughs> yeah. have to be gay with being gay.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, almost uh, true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so wait, what else is happening in 2008, Chelsea?
0: Well, November 4th, 2008 was the best night of my life. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was the day Barack Obama was elected president of the United States. I was uh-huh. living in Manhattan... There were breakout raves on every block of the Lower East Side. And I stayed up until 6 a.m. And was, to this day is the best day of my life.
2: Can I say that I was in Grant Park?
0: No way. Go yeah. for it.
2: Because I'm from Chicago. Oh, no uh, shit. Uh, and so at Grant Park, I didn't really get close enough to see. I mean, I saw the Tim on the TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had the that were around. But
0: still, the energy must have been insane.
2: Walked from Grant Park all the way back up to my apartment on the north side along the lakefront just it was the most beautiful day Yeah, and night. it was it, I yeah. Mean
0: it, it was, was the upsetting. one time I
2: think there was like no violence in Chicago yeah. like, <laughs> like nope people were like you know what we're not going to shoot today so
0: yeah. <laughs> we're like Barry's in charge
2: yeah and I had just graduated from college got my bachelor's
0: oh yeah
2: oh. I was just yeah. about
0: to graduate I was in my final year of school and yeah. I just, I remember making out with so many random guys on the street. I had a boyfriend, full on, but I remember just like everybody was so <laughs> excited in the city, you know, that we just were like, everybody was kissing. I would spontaneously break out into the national anthem at the top of my lungs every like three or four blocks. It was a dream. Uh,
2: I picture you being in your sailor outfit. And <laughs> 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 yeah. just World a War of health pictures. Health
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lots of iconic well, photos were taken that night. Yeah. Well, I can tell you,
1: fourth grade was very exciting for me that Jesus. year, too, because oh, okay. of Barack Obama. Wait, no,
2: wait, you were in fourth grade? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wasn't that young. <laughs> how, old, how old were you guys in 2008? I was in high school. I was 21. Okay, well, oh, good for all of you. That's how great. How old are you? Um, I was 26 or 20... 26 or 20... I don't know. I'm 39 now, so... Okay. I'm not great with math, but I was I was in my, like, uh, mid to later 20s, I believe. Ah. But I was on a lot of drugs and partying like crazy in Chicago, so. Yeah. Who knows? As was I. All my, <laughs> new, my
0: previous New York years were a blur. Anyway, well, to wrap up the year, a few tech things. Um, Spotify Music Service was launched that year, along with Bitcoin, became public. Oh, no.
2: Oh. Rest in peace.
1: Oh, wow. That's the oh, wait.
2: not a thing anymore, right? It's still a thing. Oh, big-time no. thing. It's just Real? It's happening. It's a
0: big-time oh, yeah. thing? Big-time thing.
2: It
1: recently oh, had, running. like, resurgence, too. Like, I remember in college, I, like, took a class on, like, financial analysis or whatever. And the teacher was super into Bitcoin. And I was like, oh, that was, like, from a few years ago. And then... He was like, everyone should invest in Bitcoin now. Yeah, and then 100%, like a like year ago, it had a, a resurgence. And I was like, damn, I wish I'd listened to that college professor who told me to invest because I would
2: have thousands of dollars. It's
0: going to go up again.
2: Okay. A, I'm a cash girl. Uh, B, I remember uh, someone telling me in Chicago, I was like a bartender at a theater. And he was like, I'm putting the last of my money into Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And I just remember and I just remember like, and he's, like and he's like, it has to work. And I just kept been like you're fucked bro like what yeah. is that he
0: probably made <laughs> something last year last year it fucking
2: skyrocketed. I, I will i'll stuff a mattress like i'm not trying to i don't want my money to be invisible you know what yeah. i mean i want in my hand i want to be able to throw it up and like lay around in it
0: cold hard cash well that's smart because also in 2008 we are in the midst of the recession <laughs> there is no money in this country it yeah. we are it's like unemployment is like 17 percent or something insane
1: jesus christ
0: the writer's, sure. the writer's strike ends that year. Um, okay,
1: so TV starts to get good again.
0: TV starts to get good again. And my last little thing was, it was, this, it was the Summer Olympics in Beijing, China. And the U.S. won 36 gold medals, 38 silver medals, and 36 bronze medals. Bronze medals killing the game. U.S. Yeah. was killing it. We were happy then. Those were happy times, culturally.
2: Well, we were almost homeless, but... I we were almost happens. homeless, but we had
0: medals. We had Barack Obama. Now, what do we got?
1: Yeah. We had hope. That's what we had. You we know? Did. Remember? Remember? Remember hope?
0: Yeah, now we're just sad, sad <laughs> talk a lots. <laughs>
1: now we just all have podcasts
0: to make us feel better. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that makes us feel better is the sound of our own fucking voices.
2: <laughs> I think I do four. so Because yeah. I do other podcasts outside of the ones I produce. I just do two. <laughs>
0: We should actually turn podcasts into currency. Forget about Bitcoin. You'd be rich in podcasts, Tony.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's talk about this movie, though, because I think it's a good – there's a lot to talk about because it's crazy. I just think that it's – like, I love the Coen brothers, Mm. and I think that this movie is such a good, like, quintessential Coen brothers movie. It's got all the right elements. It's got surprising violence that you're not expecting and
0: you know what I left, left about it coming off the heels of Jesse James this bitch is an hour and 28 minutes you're in oh you're out the story wraps up and you're like you get everything you need and you don't have to struggle at all to get it which it's I shorter really than the appreciate. Game of Thrones episode yeah. and cheaper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I
2: I like well first it was just like oh I know every single actor mm-hmm. on this movie Funny
1: every single actor isn't yeah. that crazy yeah
2: yeah and and like even the like smaller characters were like bigger characters and other things and they're saying yeah okay well-rounded you know they yeah 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 they know how to cast a movie
0: yeah
1: they really do and And they they wrote this movie with a lot of the actors that played the parts in mind like they wrote that brad pitts part with him in mind they wrote john malkovich's character with him in mind and francis mcdormand and george clooney it was like like, they wrote this with all of the actors they wanted in mind. I think everybody no but way. Tilda Swinton. I think, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And J.K. Uh, or J, J.K. JK Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing that J.K. Simmons could, like, act in this movie and write all the Harry Potter books. Like, so. It's okay. so. <laughs> You're so chuffed.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's a Right. from what?
2: That was the guy from Oz, right?
0: Mm, yes, oh. yes, he yeah. was the guy from Oz, and he was a fucking psycho.
2: Yeah, he was a Nazi on Oz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, he looks kind of like a Nazi. I thought he was kind of hot though, which I felt conflicted about during that show. But he yeah. always plays I these like, was- really,
0: really mean characters. He was in Whiplash too, just like making people cry left oh, and right.
2: He was when he played. oh Go uh, ahead. No, I'm sorry. He was on on Lord Order SVU as like a psychiatrist or something.
0: Mm, that makes sense. Oh yeah.
1: Tony's no. an avid SVU fan.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. He like in I kind of I was like a little bit attracted to him in in Whiplash. I'm gonna be honest. I wanted him to yell at me.
0: Yeah, he's very abusive, but in a sexual way. Um, yeah. I have to say also about John Malkovich. Like, of course they wrote that character for John Malkovich because John Malkovich has one fucking character that he plays, and it is John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah. And he's
2: so good at saying fuck. Yeah. He, he, yeah, because he's got like a weird squishy mouth, and so <laughs> when he says it, like it just moves. I don't know. It's very it's odd, weird. But... And his
1: teeth. His teeth are somehow involved. I don't know how, but his teeth are involved yeah, it's in his the. His teeth same... to
0: ear ratio. His ears sort of, you know, wiggle back and forth at when he's yelling. Uh-huh. Yeah. And his I think. Teeth are whittled.
2: Oh, no, his teeth look whittled. They look carved. They look wooden. They do. Yeah, it's like they don't look real.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They look like they're going to fall out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) With his rage. In his rage. He has a really great, like, gradient of, like, chill to angry, you know? It's a really steep slope, but it's a ride that I I enjoy being on with him because he can go from zero to 60 so smoothly (laughs) 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 that I love (laughs) the whole thing. I mean, every acting performance in this movie was great, right? Like, there was nobody that I was like, "Ugh, get off the screen" at any point.
1: Oh yeah, never. I mean, I was so happy to see Frances McDormand. She makes She's me happy every single time.
0: She is a dream woman.
2: The only thing that made me want them to go off the stage is if because I they fucking annoyed me as characters. Like they're just like oh, yeah. Yeah. such. I if Frances McDormand was Laurie, right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I watched this movie three times. Laurie Letsky. So in in preparation for the show, I watched it three times. Aww. Oh each, wow! Each time, I don't do much, girl. I have a lot of downtime. <laughs> uh, I do podcasts out of the house. You know what I mean? Um, I I just wanted to smack her face. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you so dumb. When well, this win- is
1: definitely one of those movies where you're like, you're dumb. Yeah, <laughs> and please, <laughs> stop everyone's
0: being so dumb. dumb. Every single person in this whole movie is an idiot. It is a fucking parade of idiots from top to bottom. Even the CIA people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah i love the guy who uh who it was constantly giving jk's like the account yeah oh like, yeah i love
0: <laughs> he's like so you don't know anything and you just want jk to get pissed off and he never does which is really satisfying you want him to be like what the fuck fix this he's just like okay whatever burn the fuck
2: the burn the body yeah.
0: i think he was perfectly up
1: burn the body <laughs> i think he was perfectly cast because. Everyone knows what J.K. Simmons looks like when he's mad, and so like you know in that role that he probably does get mad a lot, but like you kind of can't get mad at the situation because it just doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: Right. Well, that was kind of that was sort of the note that I wrote too is that everybody was cast sort of in a way that they're not usually thought about, except for John Malkovich who plays John Malkovich basically, and (laughs) Tilda Swinton who always plays like a stuck-up, cold woman.
2: She was terrible.
0: She was terrible. And she was a pediatrician, which they only pointed out at the end. And I fucking loved.
2: (laughs) I'm going to send your mom out of the room. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) The only only, nod to what she does is, does he have blood in his stool? (laughs) You're like, what the fuck? And then she's a pediatrician, which I fucking love. (laughs) <laughs> it was like subtle like that, but anyway, like Brad Pitt's character is cast way out of who he usually plays yeah. but
1: so well, like he played dumb so well because yeah. he i don't know it was just seamless for him i was just we just, tony we just watched before this jesse james the um what was it called the the murder of jesse james or the
0: assassination the, of Jesse the assassination
1: james. of Jesse James by the coward Robert ford and um it's super broody. It's like there will be blood, kind of. It's just broody and dark. And Brad Pitt plays Jesse James. And um, it's so, so different from his role in this that it's it's crazy. But <laughs> it's so good. I liked him better in this than I did as a broody,
0: you know, Wild West guy. I read a lot that said, though, that he really gave the same amount of gusto and effort to this character that he did to any of his other ones. I have a quote oh, yeah. from one of the Coens saying – George Clooney likes to get things done before dinner, and he's really easy. And when they cast him, they talked about it, the character, for half an hour before he walked on, and like that was that. There was no like <laughs> serious actor talk or like direction. Just sort of George Clooney did what he wanted. He said, on the other hand, Brad struggles a little bit more in trying to find the right thing. Uh, Ethan Cohen says, I think Brad's whole character came together from a botched dye job for a commercial he was about to do. He arrived on set that day, and we all looked at it and said, okay, that's the guy. <laughs> which is a true story
2: i believe that yeah
0: Yeah. his hair's
1: wild
2: yeah that it's i mean he the moment he comes on and he pops that guy's like bone (laughs) (laughs) he like knocks his leg out of its socket (laughs) there's a pain in my ass like it's like (laughs) this guy is to stretch you up
0: He's just like a golden retriever. He's like an idiot golden retriever who's like, yes. <laughs> like panting the whole time.
2: He's the squirrel dog. That's yeah, what he is.
0: He's the squirrel dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Up. Oh. Oh. Um,
2: Chelsea, did you?
1: So Chelsea had it spoiled for. Have you said how many times have you seen this movie before this, though, Tony?
2: Never. Oh, never. OK. No. And I'm not Chelsea a big had... movie guy. I like well, TV. I like <laughs> TV, too. TV's
0: a good. TV's good right now, man. Chelsea hadn't
1: seen it either, and then someone we were talking to, another guest we had, spoiled it for her. Spoiled Brad Brad Pitts.
0: Yeah, and I – it was so shitty because if I hadn't known that, I never would have thought he was going to get shot in the fucking head. I never would have known that.
2: I want to say that I'm sorry that that was taken from you. Yeah.
0: Because
2: I (laughs) – that was – I I, honestly I was sitting here and I was probably like two joints in um, and was just like what the fuck yeah (laughs) yeah
0: I could see myself in another world because I knew the minute he got in there I was like oh he's gonna die because someone spoiled this for me unfortunately but I know in a parallel universe had I not known that I would have squealed at the top of my lungs because you were not fucking expecting it for one second and it's so delicious it's delicious. And it's the second, just for the context of this podcast, it's the second movie in a row we've watched where Brad Pitt gets shot in the head, and it's a great death. It's <laughs> a good death.
2: Yeah. And for some reason, I thought when they did like that push and him smiling that there was going to be dialogue and that it was going to be... But then he did look at the empty gun holster, and I was like, well, that doesn't look good. But <laughs> but he had just gotten out of the shower, so why would he have got? I had so many questions. Oh, yeah. because this
0: brings me to Clooney's character because Clooney is paranoid this entire fucking movie because he's a philandering motherfucker. Yeah. is a disgusting piece of shit, this character. Like if in the real world.
2: He
1: is. He, he was such right, an ass.
2: He was right to be paranoid though. Someone was following him.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. But he was paranoid True. for multiple reasons. He was getting followed, but also he was like, Oh, I've been cheating on my wife consistently for so long.
2: Yeah. I and
0: did. he's cheating he's cheating on his mistress too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. With the I, same game. With the same game. Like the same got,
0: fucking game. His,
2: his racket don't change. Yeah. He got he's like if it ain't broke, don't fix. It. Well, oh my
0: it. god, yeah. And when he had like when he brought her home and he put the moving boxes there in the, in the, <laughs> in the foyer.
2: What a, what a
0: <laughs> But I tell you what, I did love the fuck machine. Love that yeah. fuck machine. Loved her reaction to it. <laughs> Tony,
1: don't you have one of those? <laughs> Is that what you're sitting on right
0: now? <laughs> right
1: now.
2: Um, I that was so bizarre. I love I love uh, how uh, her name's Lori, right? Yeah,
0: Lori yeah. Litsky.
2: Right, Lori Litsky. Linda, like, Linda Litsky.
0: Linda, Linda.
2: Linda. I like Linda. how uh, I like how she it, but I was like, "Why did George Clinton's character make that? Like, does he want to that sit was on? My question too. Or was that his? Uh, get, well, I guess he did say he's a sex um, addict. He, he called his wife to come home. Mm-hmm. He was. I, may, I finished your gift.
0: Yeah. She didn't oh. know he was making it. I think that he is a sex addict. And I think mm. as a filmmaking device, we think he's up to something like real sketchy. But yeah. It turns out literally the only thing that's driving his character from top to bottom is sex and paranoia. That, that's He has nothing else going on.
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is kind no. of nice for an actor like George fucking Clooney to have zero depth outside of sex.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And- and so that's why it was so crazy when <laughs> he shot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know because And Red I loved so face much.
0: When he I opens the face. closet, he's like that puppy dog. He wasn't like yep. scared or mad. He was like about to talk, and then boom, dead.
2: So but he great. talked about it at the party. He was like, "Look, in my all my years, I've never had to like mm. use my gun." And I'm like, "Well, that's good." But then
1: that's good. But you but know, like when you think about it, foreshadowing. In, in terms of a, a writing device, if you're going to bring up the fact that he has a gun and that he's never used it twice, yeah. you know it's going to come back a third time and he's going to be using it that third yeah. time. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's an interesting thing, too, as far as movies goes. Well, all the Cohen <laughs> movies are interesting because they write, direct, and edit all of their movies.
1: Yeah. And all of their movies at some point address the futility of life and the suddenness of death.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: exactly. Um, It hit it. I I was – I almost had to pause it. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I I just want to
1: say that uh, I ate an edible before this movie started, and then 49 minutes in, I realized I had eaten too much edible. And (laughs) I got violently too high. And my notes went from very good notes about the movie to (laughs) me saying, oh, no, 49 minutes in, and I'm too high. My next note was, what even is acting? (laughs) <laughs> so I, really get, I started to lose it a little bit and started to have trouble focusing on what i was doing
0: uh, that's really funny michael do you know anything about how this movie was made did you get any intel
1: a little i mean it's it mostly the most interesting fact that anyone can talk about is that the coen brothers wrote this with all of those actors in mind
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that all of the actors said yes immediately because they were just excited to work with the coen brothers um the Coen brothers were also shooting – or making um, No Country for Old Men at the same time. They would alternate days doing Burn After Reading and No Country for Old Men, which stylistically are like a full 180 from each yeah. other. They couldn't be more different. Which but makes they're both me love great.
0: them so – I love just that they have a genuine fucking world in which they live. And it could be like a world in the West, and it can be a world – like in DC but it's like the same fucking Cohen brothers world where lots of different yeah. stories unfold. You know, the Big Lebowski could happen in the same world as Burn After Reading.
2: Oh no, I was agreeing with you guys.
1: <laughs> I was saying I was saying Fargo. Oh, and Fargo. Fargo yeah. could exist in this world too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, but I just I just love how this entire movie and I get what you mean, Tony, about how having like you sort of feel like you, it's frustrating to watch because you want these – every. this entire movie happens because people misunderstand – they misread the signs. It's a comedy oh, of yeah.
0: errors. Yeah, It's yeah. a comedy of errors. Everyone's
1: yeah. misreading the signs and then reacting poorly. It's so and
0: wonderful. <laughs>
1: everything happens that whole – I love that they go to the Russians too and like JK –
2: Can we just do that? Can yeah. we just like go – can we just call them and say, hey, we're coming in because
1: yeah. – you can go to the Russian embassy anytime you want. <laughs> uh, but it would be a similar experience to what they had, where they were like, uh, hi, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing?
0: I guess, like, <laughs> maybe there's a world in which, like, the whole – like, J.K. Simmons' what the fuck is the same thing we're feeling. Like, it's yeah. just a what the yeah. fuck movie the
2: whole like, time. was like, the
0: Russians? How, is,
2: <laughs> how dumb are they that they thought that a memoir was Intel? Well – like yes. that was that was what was so funny. Like, my, my, one of my favorite scenes was when uh, they first call uh, Oswald and they're like, uh, they're, it's late at night. They wake him up and like, I guess because based on John Malkovich's reaction to their call, then they get empowered and suddenly they're like, <laughs> oh, we know exactly how to do this.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: It's,
2: it's like, I just
1: love that when she hung up the phone from him, she was like the nerve of that guy I know,
0: she's so <laughs> she's such a great actress and i love that her driving factor is plastic surgeries <laughs>
1: plastic, oh <surgery.
0: laughs>
2: restart her life
1: yes my i think my favorite part of the whole movie was at the end when he was like she says she'll keep her mouth shut if we pay for cosmetic surgery and he's like what why and he starts explaining to explaining it to him and he's like you know what fuck it just pay it
2: <laughs> 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 pay it you know who's super understated but was amazing was the fucking uh, uh, manager.
0: Oh, t- yeah. I loved him because he loved her. His name, that actor's great,
2: too. Uh, when he got the fucking hatchet to his head and, oh, like, yeah. it's just like, I, he don't deserve that. You're right, he is one of the idiots, but he didn't deserve that shot in the chest. And he no. deserved deserve to be malleted in the head. Damn, in the middle intense. of
1: the street, too.
2: There were just parts that like made me like, like, rec- like, it was just too much. It was just like it was in such a real environment. You know what yeah.
0: I mean? Yeah, yeah. Broad daylight, middle of the street, beating up of an incredibly innocent person is yeah. hard to stomach.
1: Dead. <laughs> the only Dead. innocent person. The yeah. only person who's actually not an idiot besides right. J.K. Simmons. Everyone else is total moron
2: because he did fucking that was a stupid move to go and get why first just, <laughs> everyone just was able to get into his basement and like turn on his fucking ibm you know what i mean
0: yeah.
1: I
2: the like the audacity
1: in washington dc <laughs> yeah.
0: he's like a high-powered cia analyst <laughs> yeah. with a fucking yacht too give me that yacht i want that yacht
2: <laughs> yep so we only see that his dad once i was only on the boat when he was like i i quit yeah i hope i didn't disappoint you that was a weird like yeah. i was I, I never came back once again i was like what was the point of this i think maybe, maybe that was why it
1: gave him a little bit of a motivation to be such an asshole and like so aggressive about his job yeah because he was only a mid-level analyst like <laughs> you know, he was obsessed with like trying to be this like, cool, big-britches big, big, big CIA agent. Yeah, directly was, because really... of
0: his dad. I think, he, I think they were trying to say, like, this guy's got daddy issues, and that's why he's an asshole. Like, he'll never be as good as his dad
2: I got it. wanted I him to be.
0: <sighs> Who's to say? But it's like, why does he get the depth that none of the other characters get? Like, why does he get a backstory?
2: Maybe because... Uh, well, like I think it was. Big, I another thing is like you know his wife literally just like why would anyone think what your memoir worth anything? Cunt
0: like, Bucket what? Jones, she is.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. truly. The worst. I mean,
0: how could you ever marry her? And also, why would you ever want to have an affair with her? I love the yeah. hair. I love it. that red hair on her.
1: Oh um, yeah, she's, she looked like she looked so good. But it's like when you think about it, she didn't like she was having an affair with him, but she had already started to slip into being
2: a bitchy spouse. Ah, oh, well, it was bound to happen. Like, yeah, literally, she's a bitch. That, yeah, that's what she does. You know what yeah. I mean? And
0: so, maybe that's what he was turned on by that. But then when shit got serious, he was like, I need my real wife. And that's why he called his real wife crying, being like, I need someone who loves me.
2: But and she yeah. wasn't even him.
0: Then she, and good. She fucking should have been. She Boy was bang. fucking
2: that news anchor. And
0: he was hot.
2: He was hot. I was yeah. like, go. And I like that actress, too. I'm like, go for that yeah, girl. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: totally.
2: I have a theory. Hmm. Um,
1: I think that something something similar to this, maybe not word for word, but something similar to the plot of this movie is how Trump got involved with the Russians and accidentally became president. I think that he didn't mean to become president, and I think that he stumbled upon a few things. And one thing leads to another. He misinterpreted a couple signs, and oh shit, now he's president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's taking snapshots. I see for our Instagram account because <laughs> both okay. of us had
0: our heads cocked at that theory, and I wanted to capture that moment. We both said, "Well, huh?" <laughs> you gotta kind of sit with that one. Think about that one. Think about awesome. how
1: much misunderstanding happens here. Oh my god. How much-
2: you did take big, you did take a big edible, didn't you? You were you were in there. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> I do have to say was... though, it is so farcical that Trump is our president. It might as well be a Coen Brothers movie. Like it is such it's a acting. farce that I see your thinking there. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. I agree with it, but I understand where you were coming from.
1: Well, you'll agree with it eventually. Why <laughs> even acting? You know, Why even... what I mean? What is acting really? What is acting? <laughs> Oh, it's a hard question to answer.
0: It's what's making Brad Pitt millions of dollars. How much did he get paid for this, Michael? Do you know?
1: No, it, I couldn't find it. Damn. Probably, probably a cool ten million.
0: That is such fucking bullshit.
2: More than the ladies.
0: Big time. More
1: than the ladies for sure. Um,
0: How much? Does except this mo-
1: Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts gets twenty. Damn. Um, 20. Well, should we? Let's, should we slip right into those numbers?
0: Yeah, please. Talk
1: the numbers for this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyone have a guess for how much uh, the budget was?
0: Fifteen million.
1: I just said Brad Pitt's budget; his own rate was ten million. So oh, <laughs> 30, not 15.
0: Thirty-two million.
1: Oh, okay. Well, Tony, do you have one? Uh, I'm gonna say thirty-five. Oh, it's thirty-seven. So
0: wow, uh, okay. that's all casting money, though. Yeah, probably that's a lot. Well, that's
1: yeah,
2: well. yeah, because,
1: they probably the the production budget was two million dollars. <laughs> the rest yeah. of it was just yeah um it's opening weekend it made 19.1 million it didn't really open with anything that big though it opened with tyler perry family that praise whatever that is what (laughs) yeah i remember though
0: i really remember there was like a hard press of um there was like so much press for this movie there were posters everywhere all over the place all the time and it was all that that brad pitt dancing moment
1: oh yeah oh and then um Domestically, it made sixty point three million. A foreign market, it made hundred and seven million. Wow! It made twenty three million in DVD sales for a grand total of one hundred two, one hundred and eighty two million dollars made on this movie.
0: Great, good for them.
1: Uh-huh. So yeah. they killed the game. This movie did very well. Yeah. Um, which is great. You know, what we haven't done in a while. We should play Mary Fuck Kill. I
0: was just gonna say that, Michael. Mary that... Fuck Kill. Brad George Malkovich, go.
2: Uh, Tony, you first. Uh, Mary, fuck, kill. Uh, I would. Um, God, I. Um,
0: it's toughie, toughie.
2: I guess I would. I would fuck George. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, that's the correct answer. You want to
0: get on uh, that machine? Yeah,
2: I, I do. I want to <laughs> check that out. I want <laughs> to in the stirrups. <laughs> uh, um, I would marry Brad because he would be dumb and easy to man- manipulate. And I would kill John because he just is so aggressive. And he it's, just, and honestly, he needs to be put out of his misery. And yeah. he's an alcoholic. I mean, yeah, yeah sure, that guy's a Mormon. Yeah, I get it. But you're also an alcoholic. But he waits until 5 o'clock. So, well,
0: Okay. I'll, I agree with you full, full stop. I don't have anything I to add I think that one's
1: that. on point. I was going to say Mary fuck, kill between J.K. Simmons, oh, uh, that's, John that's... Malkovich, and uh, the gym manager.
0: I would fuck Malkovich. Okay. (laughs) I would marry J.K. Simmons, and I would kill the gym manager. (laughs) Yeah,
2: you're just saying, oh, that poor guy who's done nothing wrong. (laughs) He's a pussy.
0: (laughs) I'm not attracted to him.
1: Dead. He's fucking dead. Are you telling me you would kill the CIA
2: agent instead? Which which one? Oh no, Simmons. Well I would I would I I think I would fuck JK for sure.
0: Mm. Oh and still kill Malkovich.
2: Yeah, oh yeah Malkovich is dead, dude. (laughs) I'd always marry the sensitive one because I could have an affair and they wouldn't really know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Tilda, Linda, or the white or Malkovich. Okay, (laughs) I would.
1: I think I would. Um. I would. I think I would kill Linda. No, I would kill the. I would kill the uh, Tilda. I would kill Tilda. Who am I kidding? Mm. She's the worst. (laughs) The worst. See, I think I'd
0: fuck Tilda and kill Linda and marry the children's book writer. Malkovich. (laughs) No, Malkovich. Oh, Malkovich. I'd kill Malkovich.
1: Okay, this is getting so confusing. I'd
0: fuck Tilda, and you I'd kill I'd marry... Linda Lipsky. I guess I'd have to marry Linda Lipsky. Yeah,
1: you marry Linda. You marry oh. Linda. You kill Tilda, and you fuck John.
0: <laughs> I don't that's know. Obvious. I think I would swap the Tilda John.
1: Okay, well, okay, that's your mistake. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Um. Okay. So yeah. So how was Chelsea? How was this movie received by critics?
0: Well, I thought you'd never ask. Um, It got a 7 out of 10 from IMDb, which is pretty standard. Roger Ebert gave it 3 out of 4 stars with... He didn't really have anything to say. He just said, I always thought of Brad as a fine actor, but here he reveals a dimension that I, shall we say, haven't seen him before. Just like high praise for Ebert. Um, 78% of Rotten Tomatoes. And then EW, Tony, we do the EW review every week because they have wildly varying opinions on movies.
2: Um Entertainment Weekly. Entertainment yeah. Weekly.
0: Um so they compared to this movie to No Country for Old Men and they said Burn After Reading shares none of No Country's qualities in any category except for silliness of hairdo's of the movie stars, happy to look dorky in the service of Joel and Ethan Cohen. C,
2: a c a c whoa, that's
0: low, yeah, yeah that and that's, just,
2: yeah, I mean, fuck off, yeah, that that's what cool. I
0: said, I mean, here's the thing, you can't deny that this is an entertaining movie, even if it's like the worst movie ever, it's still a good movie, yeah,
2: I yeah, mean, it's a well acted fucking movie, so it's- everything
1: about it is just like solid, the writing, the yeah, directing, everything's great, everything,
2: yeah cinematography
0: yeah. art direction the f- the richness of the film is so fun to watch
1: okay chelsea what's your overall rating
0: of the movie your yeah the movie <sighs> 8 8 yeah okay i think it's i can't think of anything i don't like about it other than like really stupid nitpicky things that don't need to be mentioned you know
2: okay tony what's the scale that we're on 10 1 to 10 yeah um i'm gonna give it a uh, i'll give it an, a, an eight.
1: Oh wow okay i don't know why i'm surprised i think i'm also gonna give it like that's a solid it's a high rated movie i guess it's not flawless but it's not bad at, at all so i think eight is a pretty solid yeah um, we know we don't always agree with each other like this so this no. is uh i mean
0: again what can you say
1: yeah, it's it's just a, a solid movie, thoroughly. Yeah. We haven't really talked much about Brad Pitt's performance specifically. I mean, we kind of touched on it. Well,
0: that's what we're going to talk it. about right now
1: when we rate yeah, his Yeah, so for writing his performance, I mean, we did mention that he's good in this role. And I think this is his best acting because
0: he mm, I is... I agree.
1: Well, here's the thing is, like, when he acts serious, I just don't take him seriously because he's... he's He has such a, like, pretty face, and he's kind of got – I know in real life he has such a goofy demeanor that when he's trying to be serious, it feels fake. It it feels like acting. Uh Whereas this, it feels like he's having fun, and I know that character. Like, I don't – I'm not thinking about, like, what Brad Pitt should be. I'm thinking about how funny it is that he's doing
2: this. So – you know what I mean?
1: I don't know. I just think he's well acted. I think this is a great role for him.
2: Like the, the when he was, like, I got to think back to when he was on the phone with when, with him, and then when he gets off the phone, he's like, i i I really don't, I'm really surprised that he doesn't want to give us the reward."
0: Yeah, he's such a little idiot. <laughs>
2: <But> yeah, <laughs> and when he got punched in the face in the car. Oh, so yeah. sweet. Like, his heart. It, yeah, it's just like this guy is a lovable idiot. Like, yeah. He, you don't know what he's into. You just know that he has a bike and it's not a Schwinn, You right. know,
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, though, just for the sake of conversation, I wonder... Like, this role was written specifically with him in mind, so that's got to be a f- really comfortable place to be as an actor. And maybe if he was... He didn't have to slot himself into anything because he was made... It was made for him, if that makes Unless sense. Unless
1: there's additional pressure because... It was written for him, but if at any time he doesn't understand the role, he's like, well, this was written for me. Why don't I understand it? Yeah, and that
2: what would... if that was a thing? That would yeah.
0: be... <laughs> I don't know if he would have taken the movie. I do think – okay, here's the thing. I only say that – I think he was great in this movie, and I think it is a good style of role for him, and that jokey thing is great. I only say – I only – like, come at you, not come at you, I only disagree with you because whenever I talk to people about this podcast, they always say Burn After Reading is the role that Brad Pitt should be in all the time. And this is when he's a true good actor. Because when people always say, like, oh, you have a Brad Pitt podcast, you must think he's an amazing actor. And I'm like, I'm on the fence about that. And they go, he is not a good actor unless he's doing stupid roles like Burn After Reading. So this is like a, this is a moment for us in this podcast because we really, I think he's good in it, I don't think it's the it's only one of his time defining roles. I don't think it's the only time he's good. I I said it last week and I've said it a thousand times. A sad Brad is my favorite Brad. A crying Brad is my favorite Brad.
2: Oh, you like it when pretty it looks ugly. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <That's exactly right. laughs> I got you. <laughs>
1: I I like I think he's good in this and like I like when he's happy. I like happy Brad. Yeah. Like in Oceans Eleven. And this. And and Someone Louise, you yeah. know, he's cheeky, he's having fun. Like, that's the Brad that I like.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I,
2: I don't really have an investment in Brad. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 neither do we. But, <laughs> <kidding>. but uh, <laughs>
0: we don't care about Brad Pitt at all. We never talk about him.
2: But, but he was, I, I feel like he was great in this role, and I was upset when he got shot in the face. Me too. So like when he, so when that happened and i had like a I felt a reaction i was like oh okay because like he did get on my fucking nerves too him yeah. and fucking uh, fucking linda ugh.
0: linda is That's a disgusting too. piece of shit those actually. two stinkers in retrospect linda i hate linda she's yeah. probably my least favorite character
1: yeah linda is the cause for a lot of this madness
0: <laughs> yeah but not only that just like who she is i'm just like ugh get a fucking life <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm giving Brad Pitt's performance a nine. <clears throat> oh, my voice just gave. A nine,
0: okay. Give me his
2: performance a nine,
0: yeah.
2: Great, great. Oh, we rate his performance mm-hmm. too, huh? Oh yeah. Um, can if if I'm gonna rate it, I'm gonna rate it in comparison to like the other characters and the more memorable ones, and that way I think that I'm gonna give him like a like I'll, I'll give him a seven because up until he got shot in the face, like there there are, there's other interesting characters in that in the show you yeah. know what I mean and I was I was happy when there were other scenes it wasn't like I was looking for my Brad relief you know
1: right. yeah right. and I I will say Chelsea and I will probably agree that Brad does better when he is not carrying the movie on his own yes okay
0: unfortunately not which is why <laughs> next <laughs> week is Benjamin Button and I'm really worried about that <laughs> oh yeah so am uh, I. Uh, um I'm gonna rate his performance I think I'm Here's the thing. I think he was good at it, but I also think he was really putting on a character. And I noticed that he was putting on a character, which kind of bugged me. Mm. And that's not fair because I analyze him as an actor for this podcast. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was the best he's ever been. I can't give him. I can't get up to a 10. I'm going to go 7.7, 7.8. 7.
2: Oh. oh, okay. Almost an 8. All right. <laughs> Almost I an 8, wish 8, but not quite. You didn't quite get there. <laughs> Try harder, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: okay. So now we rate his looks because his looks change so frequently. <laughs> um so we also do a seven of one to ten rating of his looks. Tony, do you want
2: to take the first crack at it? Like in this movie, like his looks like on a like right rating, like fuckable yeah. or his fuckable.
1: hair, like how yeah, fuckable, like just How aesthetically is it working? Like, is he, is it making him good? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just kind of whatever. If there's something about him that's good, rate him high.
2: I thought he looked fucking good in his little uniform. Uh, I thought that, uh, that the fact that, uh, yeah, totally, I'd fuck him. give him a nine on, on, on on his.
0: Really? Yeah, why not that that
2: crazy hair? Listen, that hair meant, like, look, I have fucked guys with some really shitty hair but <laughs> here's the thing: i like a dumb guy so okay. uh like i was just like oh you're just a cute dumb white boy so i'm into that so yeah okay.
1: <laughs> well Fair then enough. in that case that that justifies it um i i also <laughs> we didn't <laughs> we didn't just- even <laughs> we didn't even talk about how uh the costume designer this is the number one fun fact on IMDb about this movie. The costume designer said that Brad Pitt uh, looks so good and like fits so naturally into anything th- that they <laughs> they purposely had to tailor suits to fit him poorly, because the yeah. suits that they bought just looked good on him right off the shelf. So they had to like purposely make it ugly.
2: The cross he carries. I know. So, what a. The shame. poor guy. <laughs>
0: Michael, on a scale of one to ten, how much would you have fucked this? Chad. I just love that his name was Chad. Chad. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I that's my least favorite thing about it. Yeah, I mean, it's...
0: but it makes so much. It's like so perfect. Yeah, like a,
1: like a honestly, like a seven, and I would say a six, but his personality and like his lovableness makes up for his stupid haircut and like
0: Hard his little disagree.
1: uniform. And he is like hair. You hate his hair. Oh, I hate his hair. I don't like the, I mean, you're supposed to hate his hair. I'm actually more shocked that you like his hair.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's cool. It's fine with me. I I was not, it was not a factor.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm actually, I might give it a six and a half. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm not attracted to him, but I like how he looks. So it's not like low score. It's just, it's not the highest.
0: I have to say, I am the inverse of you, of you. I don't, I mean, the hair is bad, but it's not a deal breaker for me, idiots in short shorts just are such a turnoff for me. That oh, outfit. Turn. His arms looked good. His body's <laughs> good.
1: They didn't get him wet or shirtless in this movie, though. So.
0: And he didn't get me wet. I'm giving him a four.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. oh damn. <laughs> damn. Well, I loved him. Oh. As,
0: that's just the way the cookie crumbles.
2: I can't wait yeah. to see where rating for Benjamin Button.
0: I know. What do we even do about that?
2: <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of different
0: angles. We have to there. rate him per year. Um,
2: <laughs> so
0: that sort of wraps up Burn After Reading as a movie. Yeah.
1: That's Are, fucking it.
0: Any last thoughts? Any final sayings?
1: I had one, but it's gone now, and I don't have time to sit here and think about it while we talk about other stuff because it's the end. So it's gone.
0: Mm. <laughs> well it's been so fun. well it'll come
1: back later anyway thank you tony for coming and being on our podcast
2: oh this was a lot of fun i enjoyed it very much thank you for having me
1: of course i hope you'll come back sometime um and uh next week we're doing benjamin button which should be fun and we might have to take a week off because chelsea's going to ireland yeah. Okay. um yeah i guess that's it chelsea any last words we that's, done
0: that's it i'm about to go experience some sunshine for the first time in three and a half months. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Cool. I'm probably going to hop on a lime scooter and. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: Michael has an addiction to fucking wheels all of a sudden. Yeah. It's a it's shocking crazy. thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, um,
0: anyway, Tony, thank you so much. And so have much. A wonderful. enjoy the rest of your Sunday, everybody.
2: All right. Bye. Bye. bye.
1: And.